0: This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. She is one of our nation's most brilliant legal scholars, and she will make an outstanding justice on the highest court in our land. Here's Jerry Callahan. Oh, what a glorious night. What a great night it was last night. ACB Amy Coney Barrett is now on the Supreme Court, sworn in by the great Clarence Thomas. And uh, don't get down. I'll say this to my liberal friends: Don't get down. It's only going to be forty years, and she'll and you'll be able to replace her. You'll be able to name a replacement in due time. In I don't know, four or five decades from now. Um, I'm enjoying the uh, the meltdown from our friends on the left, including our two senators in Massachusetts, the two most embarrassing people to uh, to speak on this. Yesterday, we'll get into that. And uh, Joe Biden is uh, warning against four more years of George. We can't have four more years of George. We could play that sound and ask George who? George who, uh, Joe? Um, I'm going to say this about Tom Brady is uh, as good as ever right now. It's remarkable. Even I am surprised at the, uh, at the way he's playing right now. And can you believe it? Max Kellerman, Mr. Cliff himself, is doing the Mia culpa on Tom Brady. We'll give you that, and uh, uh, we got new rules. New rules for Thanksgiving from the uh, governor of California. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can uh, follow these rules. Uh, we will. Uh, we will run those down, and I'll ask you if it's going to ruin your Thanksgiving. Um, We're we'll going to know all that. Today on the Callahan Podcast, brought to you by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking account? It's simple: no monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, and no strings attached. What's better is that with direct deposits to a free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking, insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, I'm excited today. Cullinane's here as always, but I'm excited today. It is the return of uh, Sappacetti, John Sappacetti. Sap is here, or as we call him on the Callahan Podcast, old number 46. Welcome back, Sap. Uh, would I was thinking of you last night. I mean, that's typical. Most nights, you know, before I put my head
1: on the pillow. When you weigh your head down, you think of SAP? I think why, of SAP. Why wouldn't you? I mean, um, come on.
0: But, but tell me you were watching Monday Night Football. It was a lousy game, I have to say. I've been watching these, these games. Last week, I watched Sunday, Monday, Tuesday Night Football, and they were all terrific games. Mm-hmm. This, this Sunday night was a great game, Seattle um, – uh, Arizona, great game, great quarterbacks. And last night, I got a little bit excited to see uh, the Rams and the Bears. But you know what? The Bears, they always let me down. They never put on a good show. Even when they win, it's it's ugly. Nick Foles is is okay. He was terrible last night. The Rams beat him. It was a blowout. It was, I believe, 24-3. to And Akeem Hicks makes a play. I think he sacked. Got a sack or something. Did you happen to hear this? Steve Levy, the new play-by-play guy on Monday nights. I like him. You know, he's pretty good. He's no no. He is, says he's a local guy, right? Is he a Boston guy? Is he? He's, I know he's up here a lot. He's yeah. a hockey guy and he's got a lot of connections up here. I saw he him owned a
2: bar back. in the city for a while too, I think. Oh, did restaurant. He?
0: Yeah. Uh, he, he owned a bar. Well, so that I guess he'll be working until he's, he's like ninety-eight because he's He probably, no longer owns the bar, right? He's probably broke like every anymore. restaurant and bar owner. <laughs> In our state, in 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 any blue state, the restaurant and bar owners—we'll get into that because I, I'm just—I feel so bad for people invested their life savings in restaurants and bars. They're just—they're ruined. They're ruined. Governor Charlie Baker has ruined them. But we'll get to that. The, my point here is: Akeem Hicks makes a, a sack, and Steve Levy's going back to—he's he, just trying to come up with something because it's a boring game at this point. It's—I think—early fourth quarter and. um Levy says, "Do you know he went to Regina College in Canada? I didn't even know that." Akeem Hicks, and he says he went drank forty beers. Ooh, it was it was kind of inappropriate, and he'll probably get criticized by I don't know somebody, Phil Mushnick in the New York Post for bringing right. this up. But he said he was talking to Hicks, and he told him the story about it was Wing Night at a bar in at Regina College and wherever in Canada and he counted and he and he gunned down 40 beers and i'm thinking that's nothing that's like uh you know tuesday night at the sapachetti household <laughs> if you don't if you don't remember sapachetti we get a lot lot of new listeners since last time you were here, uh sapachetti but uh you told the story and i won't make you retell it i'll just say that to you are most famous on this on this podcast for uh, uh once gunning down 46 beers so uh uh, by the way, uh, I'm going to guess Keem Hicks. I mean, you're not a small guy, but he probably has about no. uh, 75 pounds on you.
2: Yeah, he goes about 6'5, 325. So, yeah, he's got about 75 pounds on me. But I was much younger then. It was yeah. 1990, so I was 27 years old. I haven't drank since 92. But uh, that was Super Bowl Sunday 49ers, Denver Broncos. Oh, I was trying to keep up deep. with the. I was trying to keep up with the 49ers. They beat the Broncos 55 to 10. I fell nine <laughs> beers short. But that was over the entire day, guys. So it wasn't like I just sat down for four hours and power drank that much. In fact, if you tried what to drink they... 46 beers in four hours, you'd probably not live to tell it. Nothing. Well, now, sure. Let me just
1: tell you one thing. Nothing to apologize about. You have nothing no. to apologize about. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Wasn't it the yes. Chargers
0: they beat 55 to 10? Or was – you said it was the No, Broncos. that
2: was 49-26 when 49. they were the favorite. Yeah. yeah. They you have, I will say this for 10. a
0: guy who used to drink uh, a case of beer a day, you have a remarkable uh, memory. You, rec- you can recall stats and numbers, and, and, and I assume you were in a fog when you saw all these things. Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. I was probably better off staying in a fog, you know, comfortably numb, because I can't remember what I did an hour ago, but I can remember what happened in, you know, January of 1990. That's well, well, the, the uh, plight of old age, Jerry.
0: I'm gonna guess somebody. Steve Levy is, you know, a hockey guy, and they probably did this kind of, told these
1: kind of anecdotes on hockey broadcasts. And oh yeah, him and uh, what's his buddy uh, Barry Melrose. All they did, Barry yeah. and, Melrose, and, and,
0: and nobody cared. But now it's Monday Night Football. I'm gonna guess someone pulls him aside today and says, Steve, you know, we really don't want to be promoting alcoholism among our players. Uh, could you just uh, forget those stories? And another strange thing. Last night, I don't ask, I'm not even sure why I was paying such close attention. I was watching, obviously, the Amy Coney Barrett swearing in that that glorious moment for our great republic. It was a great day. I'm not sure, you know, next Tuesday is going to be a great day, hopefully. But this one, this Monday night was wonderful. But uh, Brian Greasy, the color guy. Nick Foles just took a beating. Uh, The the Rams, led by Aaron Donald, who only had half a sack, but let's face it, he's double teamed and he frees up other guys. They were just pounding uh, Nick Foles. And Brian Greasy says that he can't run the plays that the coach calls into him, that that the coach sends in a lot of times because his offensive line doesn't protect him well enough. Greasy says this in the booth, and I'm going, oh, man. Uh, you know uh, that's not going to go over well, and and lo and behold, as soon as the game's over, Nick Foles is saying, "I that was I never said that. Uh, there was a miscommunication. Brian interpreted it wrong or something. I never said that, but uh, I don't think Foles is uh, too happy with his uh, offensive line. But if you missed the game, you missed nothing. Rams by a blowout. It's hard to believe that Bears team beat the beat Brady's uh, Bucks team, which is looks yeah, as good as any team in in the NFL, including the Steelers. They look as good as anybody.
2: Right now they do. And, and you know the other thing too, Jerry, in our lifetime, we're essentially the same age. The Bears have never had a good quarterback, right? You could have put right. Tom Brady with the Bears or Aaron Rodgers with the Bears or whoever, and they would absolutely stink because it's just, it's one of those positions they've never been able to fill, Whether it was, even when they won the Super Bowl with Jim McMahon, he was just along for the ride. Right, he was not,
0: he's overrated because they were so good and he was so uh, bombastic and outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, the and Trubisky. I believe they traded up and could have taken uh, Deshaun Watson. Correct?
2: Yeah, they had the third pick in the draft. They decided to move up to two to take Mitchell Trubisky. And later in the draft, went uh, number ten was Patrick Mahomes. Number twelve was Deshaun Watson. I mean, obviously that's wow. a, a blunder, along like Portland not taking Michael Jordan, taking Sam Bowie instead. You know, well, you so. know what?
0: There's going to be a lot of those guys like Trubisky, those former top picks who are now backups who are going to be on the Patriots' radar. And I was going to <clears throat> get to this later, but we might as well get to it because it it seemed to me on Sunday. I don't. I'm not hearing a lot of uh, dissent. It seemed to me there's kind of an agreement an a uh, unit, a unanimous feeling that the uh, Cam Newton era. It might not be over, but it's not going to be go beyond this season. I mean, what, three weeks ago there were people saying they got to sign him to an extension. Nobody wants him to sign him to an extension. In fact, uh, most people aren't really sure if he's better than Stidham. He looks so bad Sunday. He looks so indecisive. He he doesn't appear to have any confidence. He looks shot, and uh, that's not just one game. That's, as you know, the last three games when He's got uh, seven picks right now. He's got seven picks, two touchdown passes. The last two weeks, he's got five picks and no TDs. And they are on a three game losing streak. And he just looks awful. I mean, he still dresses pretty flamboyant. And he's still, you know, the best interview they've ever had. But boy, did he look awful on Sunday.
2: Yeah, he did. I mean, the quarterbacks of the Patriots this year, Jerry, have three touchdown passes, 11 interceptions. Uh, They haven't developed the position. What Bill Belichick did with this position is negligent. It's really, you know, it's Cavalier the way he's acted. Uh, You let Brady walk. You think you're going to have Garoppolo, but you're forced to trade him. And then you go into the offseason thinking Stidham's going to be your guy. Then you don't think he's your guy. And then you're left waiting for the last possible free agent quarterback, who's Cam Newton, who hasn't been healthy in years. Uh, It's just, I just think Belichick thinks he could take me, you, and, and and turn us into a, well, you he, know, a competent unit.
0: It's uh it's funny. The the you know the Patriots don't look like contenders, and but everybody's still into it, and they're all gonna be watching. And the question will not be, you know, are they gonna beat the Bills? In in a month, if they're out of the race, it's gonna be you know Belichick versus Brady. And right mm-hmm. now that, that is a route. The Brela- Belichick Brady competition. I mean, Brady puts up 45 on the day that the, you know, the Patriots just embarrassed themselves with two field goals at home. Um, And yesterday, big day yesterday, big day yesterday. I mean, this was my life for years. Uh, The talk about uh, uh, Brady versus the cliff versus, you know, Max Kellerman and all the, you know, the people on uh, ESPN that doubted him because basically because he once had a maga hat in his locker that's why max kellerman hates him and he's just the most hated the most envied guy and i always said eventually max kellerman you know will be right and he's such an arrogant he's such a dink that he'll probably take a bow see i told you he was going to fall off a cliff it's been what five years since he said brady's you know going to be a bum in short order and now brady's is playing as well as anybody uh um Jason Whitlock yesterday in his column had Brady among the, I think, three top three candidates for the MVP. Wouldn't that be amazing? He wins an MVP at 43. Uh, Obviously, he surrounded himself with talent. He's got much, much better talent than he had most years in New England, and he just just recruited Antonio Brown against the will of his coach. But yesterday, Max Kellerman actually said that arrogant D-bag actually said he was wrong that Brady was never even close to falling off a cliff. Well,
1: but Max has conceded, even though he wants, won't say it, that he's wrong. He's going to use
2: I, very I no large Ivy League words yeah. to confuse. Conf- like the Fonz before me. Did you say it? I will say I was ru-ru-ru-ru. I was ru-ru-ru-ru-ru. It's that's all, that's well, all that comes than, out. Just, just I, finish. I hear you. Of course I watched Happy Days.
1: Well, I want to hear the hard G. <laughs> just say it. Just say it. Look in the camera. Single shot of Max. Can we get a single shot of Max here, director? Here it is. Let's okay. go, Max. All right, there we go, Max. Just say it. Just look into the camera. Say Molly I was, was wrong. wrong. No, say oh. I was wrong. Tom Brady never fell off a cliff. Please
2: do it. <laughs> I was wrong. Tom Brady never fell off a cliff.
0: Oh, is there more a more punchable face? I, I I'd go top three. <clears throat> Jake Tapper. Max Kellum and Chris Wallace. Those would be my top three punchable faces. Is it is it um, is it
1: money that does that to a person, where they just have to make up a gimmick every time they go on television? Is that is yeah, that? Well, yeah, I, mean, I think
0: when you're talking about him, yeah, it just, I mean, I think Skip I Bayless, think jury, so um, Skip Bayless, his predecessor said, uh you know, same thing. You look at them and you say they made a fortune and what they're doing is working, so they're just going to repeat it. I mean, Max Kellerman just repeats what he says constantly,
1: and uh it's working, so why wouldn't you? It's just, it's just such a lazy, such a lazy take. I don't know. It's just he's been lazy for five years. It's lazy of radio to always like go to go to Max Kellerman clips and who else is who is the other one? Uh, it's not Stephen A. But the other guy who just makes shit Rob, on the radio. Rob, Rob Parker, yeah, Rob Parker. It's just it's so lazy. It it is, Skip Bayless.
2: You know Skip Bayless is another yep. one who yep. will go on and just he continually says that there's nothing that LeBron James could do to surpass Michael Jordan, even if he wins eight titles because he's lost six times in the finals, which is Ludicrous going to the finals and losing is better than not going to the finals at all. Sure. I mean, yeah, Kellerman gets his little take and just sticks with it because most of the country despises Tom Brady, right? So that's good for ratings.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people in New England, I don't say despise, they don't despise him, but they root against him out of jealousy, out of the fact that, you know, he left them and he formed a super team. And it's hard to watch him still at the top of his game, especially as you're watching 31 year old Cam Newton just suck.
1: All right, today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth. With me again, Dave McDonough. Dave, we got the election just around the corner. So give me a little CNBC-esque, a little Rick Santelli, some would say. Uh, give me a little market update.
2: That's a tall
0: task, Dave. But here's the bottom line. Last week, retail sales double the experts' expectations. This week, housing market booming, unemployment dropping. All good news on the economy, David. But here is the other news. Ten days from now, and counting,
1: election. Tighten up the ship. Do not chase growth. Look for value. Look for dividend producing investments and look long-term. Valuable information. You can get information just like that sent directly to your inbox. Go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. That's flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Sign up for the captain's blog there. Comes in video and in newsletter form. Dave, you give all the good information just like that each and every week. We try to keep current, Dave. All right, that's it. Go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member F-A-N-R-A-S-I-P-C.
0: Okay, well, I have to say that uh, we were planning on having, uh, look at the people on- uh, Rejoicing? On Facebook could see Sapachetti struggle. Little, okay. <laughs> uh, no, we wanted, as we say all the time, we like a little uh, disagreement. We don't always sound like we're all on the same page, like so many shows, so many podcasts. And we wanted- we try to get liberals, you know, we try to get Biden fans, Trump haters. We have one in Alex Reamer who drives people insane. He's a little uh too high, high strong, a little too shrill for some people. You know, we get the complaints every time he's on. But we've been looking for others. Sapachetti is one. He's more much more low
1: key. Oh, so sap but- is like sap like sneaky disagrees with you. You know what I mean? Like he he kind he understands where you're coming from, but then he'll just be like, "Yeah, I hate Biden too." You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, yeah I do
0: because that's, a, I, that's I, a pussy move. You can't say I you know. got to choose. You have a choice. You have a choice. I did. It's I great. voted
2: already. I, I did my mail-in ballot. I selected Joe Biden. I was going to write in John Huntsman or someone like that. And no, I didn't. I didn't do it. I, I voted for Biden. I just I was a Pete Buttigieg guy during the primary, and I think he's by far the best candidate. I, I just the thing that turns me off with both of these candidates, and I know it's not exactly groundbreaking news. They're too damn old. Like one is oh, seventy-four, yours, your guy. is your seventy-eight. Guy is. We had, you know, I mean, uh, Trump is bringing up Perry Mason as a reference, and and Joe Biden doesn't know who he's running against, and it's it's sad. It,
0: it to me, and, it's and, sad. And you vote, see, your guy seems, looks, acts much older. Let's be honest. He'd say what you want about Trump, he's got energy, he's got stamina. I think he's doing three more rallies today. He's doing three, four, five rallies a day. He is tireless. And that takes, this job takes energy, it takes stamina. Did you see it
1: yesterday? I got to go (laughs) go back and go find it. But did you see yesterday where uh, Biden said that there hasn't been a day where he hasn't worked 12 hours?
0: (laughs) I mean, I, I don't know. Does he consider like sitting at home with a shawl on and a cup of soup watching the news? Is that working? I mean, it's embarrassing. And every time he's out in public, you understand. I understand why his people keep him under wraps. The, the basement was smart strategy because when he goes out in public, and we said this yesterday, he doesn't just sound old, he looks old, he walks old, he moves old, like frail. And the idea that he could be president, have the toughest job in the world for at least four years is comical. I mean, you are voting. You voted, yep, for Kamala Harris. You voted for the most radical member of the U.S. Senate. You voted for the, one of the most... unlikable, uh, candidates I've ever seen the fake laugh and the fake performance. She's the least authentic. And I would include Hillary Clinton on this list. The least authentic candidate I've ever seen. Just a complete F and phony.
2: But Jerry, you're in love with ACB, right? I mean, obviously I've already pre-ordered the poster of ACB. That's your Christmas gift. It'll be in, you know, soon enough. And and we'll get that out to you. Hopefully we'll see each other before Christmas. I'll get it framed. It's three by two. But I mean, her voice is a bit much, too, isn't it?
0: I mean, it, yes, I, I said that with you. She, yeah. Her voice is not great. Her she looks great. She's uh, smart. I love her family. I love everything about her. Not a great voice, but you don't have to listen to her. I mean, what's, how often do you listen to Clarence Thomas or Sam Alito? Thankfully, We're not going to ACB. Right. Yeah, listen to no, A C B. You're going to listen Kamala Harris. If you get your way, will be front and center. I realize she's been hiding. She doesn't do interviews except with like The View. I mean, uh, she did that 60 minutes thing and she embarrassed herself, but she has yet to, to do a press conference. She's a week away from being the vice president of the United States. And she's never done a press conference she's, since she's been named, uh, uh since Biden chose her. she They're hiding her too. And again, I understand why. These are not good candidates. Your whole campaign is hating the orange right. man, just evil orange man. We can't vote for him. But here's where I'm curious. and. I do this with Reamer, and it drives people nuts. I like getting uh, a dissenting view. I like the debate. The fight is is you know wh- what we're looking for. And I watch this campaign, and I see Trump, and I and I hear him say dumb things, and I see him tweet dumb things. Mm-hmm. And I ask people, I tell people this all the time. The reason I like him, the reason I'm I'm wholeheartedly supporting him, is not because what he says or what he tweets. It's what he does. The deeds mean more than the words. Now, I'm going to ask you a serious question. You've already voted. You voted for this this stumble and bumble and frail old man that is warning against four more years of George. We'll get to that because we're not sure who George is. But what has Trump done that has upset you so much,
2: Sap? Well, he continually wants to. Attack the prior administration, which is fine. That's the and way. That's he not. Hold on. It.
0: Stop. Right. Stop. 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 I'm going to make one requirement here. One rule. It can't be about words. It has to be about deeds. Okay. Tell me what he's done. What has he done for the last four years that upsets you? That think he? That makes you think he doesn't deserve another four years?
2: I think he took us out of the Paris Climate Accord, which oh, I Christ, totally that's disagree the best with. Thing he did. No, no, it's not, Jerry. It's not. It's real. Climate change is real. It has to be addressed. Now, I am not a proponent of the Green New Deal, not at all. That's completely lunacy. But I think taking us out of that with how many other it. countries, there's two other countries, two major countries that pulled out of it, one of them being North Korea, that makes no sense. It uh, makes all the biggest... sense
0: in the world. If you know what the climate is, it costs hundreds of millions of dollars. And it does nothing. All it does is stop, you know, third world nations from building power plants and living like first world nations. And our our uh, carbon emissions, we we're we're doing better than the countries who are still in the Paris climate. Well, Any, anything called a Paris Accord is not worth being in. You know, the U.S. That's will a great city, screwed. Jerry. Come on, the U.S. will get screwed in anything like that. It, and climate change is a waste of everyone's time and energy until China and India are on board. Agree,
2: but Please. are you going to get them on board by pulling out of this and not showing any leadership in that uh, sense? I um, think you have to, and and that that is a major major concern. With okay, people. we we think, will
0: we we will disagree. Hope, okay. on that completely. I think it's a waste of time and money. I I tip my cap to him for pulling out of that. Give me number two. What did he do? What has he done? He hasn't
2: done it yet, but I think he's going to do it if he gets reelected, and it is you know absolutely trashing the Affordable Care Act. I think that there's problems with that, but it needs to be tweaked, not completely abolished or or trashed the way he has talked about that. Look, they put 16 million more people on health insurance, which is a good thing. Does it need to be fixed? Absolutely. But it it doesn't have to be a binary choice. Yes or no on that. And I don't think that this big, beautiful plan that he continues to talk about with absolutely no details will show it to us if if he Uh, has something.
0: All right, so I guess we'll just have to disagree. You want to say I'm a care in the Paris Climate Accords? Um, you no, know, God bless you. You know, you're, 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 you're going to get that if you get your guy Biden. It's, I mean, I realize everyone's going to there's going to be massive tax hikes, more regulation. There'll probably be some endless wars because Democrats and 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 never Trumpers love the endless, pointless foreign wars.
2: I'm with you on that, Jerry. I'm with you on that. I'm see. My thing is. I would consider myself a populist progressive, if that makes any sense. Like I'm, I'm all for you know union workers, people that get dirty at work. That's what my dad did. He was a construction worker. That's how he, you know, raised us. Um, so I, I love all of that. That's so important, and I, and he talked about that in the campaign. But look, manufacturing jobs have gone down since he's been president. They haven't gone up. So you know, his talk has been one thing and his actions have been another thing. You do bring up a great point when you talk about his deeds mean more than his words. I've always said about President Trump, you know, when he tweets or when he acts bombastic, take what he says seriously, but not literally. And I think that that's what people have to do. I'm not the guy that next Tuesday night, if he wins re-election, is going to say, I'm moving to Canada. I can't believe this happened. We're going to be fine with, either one it's it's not going to have such an impact we're going to be completely gonna, different than we were the day before or at least on gonna January sit, 20th you're going
0: to sit there alone in that uh you know that that, that shelter you live in
2: I do live uh, in a shelter yes uh,
0: you're, you're going to sit there alone and say god we're never going to get back in the paris climate accords that's what you're going to say tuesday night or you're going to say oh my goodness
2: jerry uh, i live right next to the ocean you know if this doesn't change quickly you know i may be gone in a few years
0: uh, i mean it's just it, it, it's it's I don't think people like you, smart, you know, reasonable people. I realize you know Reemers a different deal. He's crazy. He's irrational. He's insane. Um, but people like you do not believe that Joe Biden is fit for the office. You don't. You don't think. I don't he's think either one me. is
2: fit for the office. I really don't. I mean, this is the worst choice we've ever had, without question. I mean, George McGovern and Richard Nixon was a a more you know, are you are you uh, based better off? because actually I thought Nixon was a good president. I know that sounds crazy for the guy that's supposed to be a liberal, but I thought Richard Nixon did a lot of things, actually a lot of liberal things when he was president. But are most you, people are wouldn't you agree with off? that.
0: Are you better off than you were four years ago?
2: About the same. I mean, I'm not a stock market guy. The stock You're the same, is the same last, than
0: you were forty last years. Forty ago. years,
2: yeah. Actually, I was doing better when I was in my early twenties than I am now. So we should go back to Reagan. That would be fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not the average test case because you know not married with kids i kind of do my own thing and i don't play the stock market uh 401k didn't have that where i work so i'm completely different i I bring a different set of standards well I,
0: i last time i saw you out and out and out and about you were doing what reformed alcoholics do. You were sitting in a bookstore drinking coffee at like nine o'clock. <laughs> it was like nine o'clock on a Saturday night. and You're just sitting there, like you know, looking at books and drinking your coffee. What and were I, you
2: doing there? You, I remember you were trying to
0: buy a book because you were heading up to main. I was heading up to the. It was a like a Friday or a, a, a summer weekend. I was heading yeah. up the beach and I needed a book and I ran into just before uh, Barnes and Noble closed. I'm sure that's not even there anymore because probably not. Uh, and I ran in, I was going to grab a book, and you're just sitting there like, I don't know what you do after Barnes & Noble closes. Where do you go there to like, you know, some uh, Kelly's. Hop
2: Kelly's. Kelly's oh, Roast right, Beef on Route Kelly's 1, Kelly. yeah. Yes, End the night Kelly. with a roast beef sandwich and a couple does, of hot dogs.
0: Does, <laughs> doesn't sound like a bad Saturday night, too. I no, find no, night, it's exciting. To be honest with you, you, you seem perfectly content. I will give you that. And you don't get emotional. I do. And last yes. night... I have to say, I get un- irrationally, get back to that, you know, word, irrationally emotional and happy uh when I see Amy Coney Barrett sworn in. And I, I don't even care that it upsets the Democrats, the Liberals. Usually that's my barometer. If if it upsets Liz Warren, if it upsets the Boston Globe, I'm for it. That's how I make my decision on referendum questions I wait for the globe to come out with their endorsements of each question and I just go the opposite way that's generally my rule on on voting on uh, election day but this was a glorious day for america she is rock solid this is the kind of person who is supposed to be on the court i i, I realized that you know she's not into killing babies and you know she's not into uh allow probably not going to support guys who uh, transition to girls just so they can beat girls in, in in sports that kind of thing upsets liberals but it used to be the sitting president chose someone and if they weren't you know did, didn't have a real checkered past if they didn't have a rap sheet or uh, some real flaws they won u- not unanimously but overwhelmingly as as uh as we've gone over before uh ruth Bader ginsburg a radical left winger got 96 votes i believe uh you know, Scalia got 97 or 98 even you know Kagan and Sotomayor who don't have a fraction of the qualifications of Amy Coney Barrett won easily
2: easily uh, but it was around 56 44 58 42 so it wasn't well that, close that's to how unanimous. it used to work
0: it didn't it didn't used to be a, a knife fight that's the Democrats that's I mean they started it with Bork and uh, Ted Kennedy and Joe Biden absolutely slandered and defamed Joe, uh, uh, a great candidate in Robert Bork ruined him. And then they did it with Clarence Thomas. And then they did it with obviously with Kavanaugh, most famously, absolutely just made up lies about Kavanaugh being a gang rapist and everything else and made it personal and made it uh, sensational. And they lost Kavanaugh won, And they somehow thought after Kavanaugh, that there was going to be this—I don't know—gentlemen's agreement that 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 Trump and 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 Lindsey Graham and the rest of the uh, Republicans are going to say, "Oh no, 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 we won't fill the seat." You know, just to be just to be uh, nice and, and 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 considerate here, we won't fill the seat. Are you kidding me? Uh, of course, they were going to fill the seat. It's what the Constitution allowed. It's done. She's on the court, and everybody in. And in, and in, in Trump's base, every everybody, you know, like me, is thrilled. If Biden, if Trump didn't fill that seat, do you know how mad Trump's base would be?
2: Well, don't you think Democrats were mad five years ago when President Obama couldn't fill the seat? Well, with he, Merrick he, Garland.
0: Yeah, but and, here's the thing. I mean, he, you didn't have the Senate. That's all that matters. So if Merrick Garland didn't get a vote. Obama nominated him. It was a cynical choice because Obama didn't like Merrick Garland because he was a moderate. But he did it. He did it out of po- you know because of politics. He wanted to put the uh, Republicans on the spot and say you're not going to give this moderate, you know, by by today's definition, a vote. And they didn't. But what would have happened if they did? If they did give Merrick Garland a vote, what would have happened? But then you.
2: Brought up party lines earlier, so then it would have been party lines again. Whether Merrick Garland was qualified or not, so it's yes, a different it would set, have been of, set of party lines.
0: You would have lost,
2: but, it, but it's a different set of rules. You you you're trashing that everything is done on party lines, and then you have this close vote for ACB, which it was bet, what
0: 52-48? It all changed, and and obviously this was before uh, uh, before Kavanaugh, but it became very political. It wasn't this deal where you just. Uh, chose a person who was qualified that you liked, you agreed with, and they kind of gave him a, a obligatory couple of days of hearings, and they approved them. That's uh, the way it uh, used to work. It doesn't work that anymore. And it wasn't going to work that way with merrick garland. so if he if he lost, if you know Mitch McConnell led the charge and they and they gave him a no vote, then what? then then Obama nominates someone else, to get another no vote, and they run out the clock if you control the senate and the white house your guy passes simple as that that's different than this this is the republicans have the white house and they have the senate so they get their guy or girl through
2: that's but when we've course. had we've had different setups before where the white house was controlled by one party and the senate by another we've been able to work through that and get someone into the supreme court so that those days i guess are gone so going forward if if this happens again with Democrats and there are seats that become available, which isn't really likely. If Biden wins, unless he wants to stack the courts, uh, it's going to remain at nine. And I don't see really any of the Republicans are going to step down. They have they've, they've seem to be in fairly decent health and not overly... Uh, well, no one's know. in their but, 80s at this point, so I don't think you're going to be able to fill any of the Republican seats going forward see what happens. The Republicans do a much better job, Jerry, and I'll give you credit for this, of working together, right? So they, they were all on board. They were able what? to get this Are you done. Are kidding?
0: No one works together like these Democrats right now. They all walked no, out. No,
2: but they, but they just can't seem to get anything done because when you look at things like this, how the Democrats – it even started with with Merrick Garland, where some Democrats had problems with it, and, and people to the far left didn't think he was far left enough, so they weren't, you know, in total support of that. We see this throughout the primary process, where the, the Democrats just they didn't vote in twenty sixteen because they didn't like Hillary Clinton. They decided to vote for Jill Stein or Gary Johnson in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, and that led the President Trump and three more appointees on the Supreme Court Justice. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's it's. Look, I I agree with you that if someone is qualified, they should be on the Supreme Court. That's the biggest concern. You know, she seems to be qualified. She seems to be bright and experienced and all of that. Some of her issues I have problems with. You know, if we're going to overturn Roe v. Wade, I have an issue with that. And I'm not a baby killer, Jerry. You can be somewhere in the middle. I, I think after the first three months, abortion should not be on the table unless it's the Health of the mother.
0: That's it. But I'm not. Then, but but you know, you're smart enough to know she's not going to overturn Roe v. Wade. It's not going to be outlawed. Uh, It's going to at worst. At worst, it's going to go to the states. And does anyone think that you know, forty-seven states won't have make sure uh, abortion's legal? Of course, it will. Of course, they will. New England will be legal in the Northeast. You don't have to worry about it. Um, I mean, maybe you know, Mississippi and Utah. We'll restric-
2: Kansas and some other states that you know, now you'll have to go it. to another state. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean- it. Um, I'm looking at the uh, the numbers. Uh, Kagan got 63 votes. Sotomayor got 68 votes. Uh, Stephen Breyer, 87 votes. Well, would- Breyer
2: was a Bush appointee, um, right? He was an H.W. Bush appointee. I know he's now considered a liberal justice, but it was actually um, – was he appointed by H.W. Bush?
0: Uh, Breyer was appointed by Bill Clinton.
2: Bill Clinton, okay, yeah,
0: and so was Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Got right? 96 votes. Ruth Bader yeah. Ginsburg, as left wing as they come, as radical as they come, 96 votes. Uh, um, Amy Coney Barrett, who's just impeccable. I mean, just no, they couldn't, they had no dirt on her, they had nothing. All they kept going back to was the fact that she's against abortion. Uh, good, that's kind of why she's there is <laughs> because she's against abortion, she's a Catholic. Who lives her faith, unlike the phony that you have running for that you voted for for president, Joe Biden, who calls himself a devout Catholic and supports partial birth abortion. I'm sorry, there is no such thing as a devout
2: Catholic. He gets the, the ashes moment. on his forehead on Ash Wednesday.
0: We're going to live to regret, uh, <laughs> uh Roberts. Uh, John Roberts is going to be, you know, your savior at times. Not uh, we got a six three advantage right now, mm-hmm. but it'll be five four a lot because Roberts wants to get invited to the cocktail parties. That's what you you get that problem. Democrats or liberals on the court never flip; they never move tack to the right. Conservatives do. You know, you saw it with David Souter, the biggest sellout in, in Supreme Court history. The biggest mistake that George H W made was David Souter. Fortunately, he retired, went off to his little uh, farm in New Hampshire by himself, that weirdo. Now you have John Roberts who's going to soften. He's going to turn left. He's going to want to be uh, be you know, hanging at the, at, the, at the cocktail parties in Georgetown with the beautiful people. That's what he wants. He's a disgrace. And trust me, in a matter of five years, conservatives will hate John Roberts like they've hated no one ever because he is uh, he's not he's not that old he's going to be around a while and he's going to continue to stab people in the back but here's what happened yesterday it was wild wild they made these speeches one after another the 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 democrats and they were hysterical they were one was more off the rails than the next including uh ed markey who said originalism is racist it's homophobic it's it's Muslim, islamophobic is originalism um then you had guys like uh, Schumer and others saying, we are going to ha- get our revenge. You just wait. We're coming. And you had like morons like Maisie Hirono walk up and give her a vote in person. They said, "You know, yay or nay. And she went up and she said, hell no. And she put thumbs down. That nitwit, Maisie Hirono, it was very uh, dramatic performance, by, theatric performance by many of the Democrats who are already – I mean the the party leader the your party leader AOC tweeting out time to expand the court so they're assuming they're going to win the Senate which is too bad but they if they do and now it looks like you they might they are already promising their base they're going to expand the court which is not a popular idea it's hasn't been done even FDR couldn't do it you know a hundred years ago whatever it was uh, ninety years ago this is going to be a fight like we've never seen before. They're going to want to add because AOC and Rashida Tlaib and Liz Warren and Ayanna Presley are running things now. They are the power behind the throne. If the feeble, pathetic Joe Biden gets in, and they don't care, they're not. They don't. They, they don't care about polls. They're going after it. They're going to want to pack the court with four or six radical left-wing justices. It is going to be wilder than this. This. This fight, and and any fight we've ever seen.
2: Jerry, you brought up, um, the, you know, the squad, they don't carry a lot of weight. I'm sorry. They carry a lot of weight on Twitter and there's a group that absolutely loves them, but they don't carry weight. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is still speaker of the house. She's tried to give them the Heisman, you know, push as much as she, she can. Um, so I, I, I don't, I don't take them seriously and I'm considered, you know, left of center. Um, so I think that that's a problem, but then you bring up like overly dramatic in the Senate. Is there Ever been a more dramatic senator than Ted Cruz, who I am convinced every morning he doesn't shave anymore. He grew the beard, like stares in the mirror and like rehearses. He's like very Shakespearean. Let
0: let me tell you the difference between your drama queen, uh, Maisie Hirono, and my drama queen, Ted Cruz. My drama drama queen is one of the smartest senators that we've ever had. Alan Dershowitz said he was the smartest student he had at Harvard. AOC is a dummy. AOC, every time she talks, embarrasses Boston University. Uh, She's a a nitwit. And so, by the way, so is Ed Markey. Ed Markey, Maisie Hirono, you got the dummies on your side, Sap. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, But we win. It's, uh, what was it, October 20, what's today? 26 was a great day. Watching her up there getting sworn in by the guy who Joe Biden tried to ruin Uh, And Clarence Thomas tried to ruin him. And Clarence Thomas swears in the new judge who's 48 years old, looks thin, looks healthy. She's going to be around for mm, 40 years. So get used to it. Justice Amy, Amy Barrett to you, Liz Warren and Ed Markey. Show some
2: respect. Do you want the poster sign for Christmas? I'll work on that.
0: I want yeah my my Farrah Fawcett poster is kind of fraying on the edges. I need a new I need a new one.
2: <laughs> only I, need, I get
0: that reference, Jerry. You know I that. Mean, I was mad though. You know what the only problem last night? Her husband was up there with her. You know I don't like he he ruins all my fantasies yeah. when the husband's there. And you know what it was odd. She she wins, uh, gets nominated, gets sworn in. There's applause. They get this you know socially distant crowd there. You could see some of the senators and and Milani was in the crowd at the. Uh, outside at the White House on the South Lawn. But then they she wins. She gets applause, and nobody shook hands or hugged or anything. And I guess that's the age of COVID. But then she goes up to the balcony there with the president, and he didn't even touch her. I guess that's, it's not a bad look to touch her. You know, maybe I, in, in honor of Joe Biden, I thought he might at least sniff her hair, but there was none of that.
2: Nope, nope. <laughs> he, well, Melania was around, so, you know, he wanted to be – well, Amya well, really showed up with
0: them. no mask. I was surprised. She showed up and sat down in the front row with no mask, which she shouldn't have a mask. She's already had the virus. She's not going to get it again or give it. So she, you know, uh, but still for the looks.
2: For Well, the- who's the football player that's got it twice? There's a football player. I don't know if he's a college football player. I, I don't think anybody. Twice. I
0: think they're not sure they had it one time, but I, uh, I don't think anybody's gotten it twice yet. They might. After six months, 10 months, a year. But right now, I don't think we have solid proof that anyone's gotten it twice. But we don't have to get off in the, you know. No. I am disappointed in you as a good liberal. You're not wearing your mask. I see you right here on Facebook Live. And Sapachetti has no mask. What's I have on?
2: plenty of masks. Very, very you nice masks, But there's no need to do it. Don't You're- you care? You're 10 miles away from me, Jerry. Cullenane's twenty miles away this
1: is, from me. this is about setting an example, Sal. Right. I don't know why you're not I don't know why you're not setting the right example to the thousand. I'll wear gloves
2: next time. How's that sound? I for wear the gloves. Children,
0: children out there, you should be setting a good example. I don't like I this.
2: But I don't have any I, children. I don't have to set an example for anyone. I'm for, kind of a isolationist. Children. All right. We're gonna
0: uh I'm gonna uh, hell, we do this every day. Cullenane does this every day, finds one or two cuts from your choice for president. Perhaps right now the, the polls favor him. Uh, there's a good chance a week from today he will win the White House. And he can't make it through a sentence without stumbling and bubbling. And yesterday was a classic Biden moment. I say that a lot. There's a new classic Biden. By, by, and by the way, there are there are montages out there. You can find them. Newsbusters has them, uh, Grabian has them, montages of the gaffes. And it's like, it's like you know, Inigata Davida. It goes for 20 minutes, and it's just one gaff after another. And if you watch these things, you can't vote for him. You can't. As Joe Rogan famously said, that man cannot be president. He cannot. He cannot put a thought together. His best days are behind him. Uh, we'll get to the scandal. The, the Hunter Biden scandal because we got a bombshell coming tonight and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> but yesterday he was with his wife, his, his, the puppeteer, the one who's like forcing him. She's like, you know, John Benet Ramsey's parents forcing her up on stage against her will. That's what she does. She's forcing this poor man who should be, you know, walking the beach and looking for shells or, you know, watching the prices right and, and clip and coupons instead and read. He
2: it. does look like Bob Barker a little bit, doesn't he?
0: And yet he's, he's running for the hardest, toughest, most stressful job in the world. It's insane. Anyway, he's sitting with Jill Biden doing another, another hard hitting tough interview. You know, it, it just one, uh, you know, tough one after another sitting with George Lopez, which most people didn't realize this when they first saw the, uh, the clip, but let's hear Joe Biden's answer uh, to the—I don't know—the question of why we can't handle, can't stand more uh, two, four more years of Donald Trump.
1: This is the most consequential, not because I'm running, but because who I'm running against. This is the most consequential election uh, in a, in a long, long, long time. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George. Georgia, he's uh, going to find ourselves in a position where, if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. <laughs> that wasn't just like an interview, right? That was like a a, a rally concert with a ton of celebrities, wasn't it? Now,
0: now that broke, and he took a lot of you know ribbing, a lot of ridicule on Twitter, including from me, and then the rapid response team also known as the mainstream media, went into action the way they do and tried to save him, tried to defend him. The defense was he was talking to George Lopez. He was not because everyone was assuming he meant George Bush when he said we can't have four more years of George, uh, George, George, George. Um, Okay, George Lopez was there doing the interview on Zoom. Why does that make it better? Why is it better? I mean, that was Brian Steltler and Greg Chapper and all these Biden fluffers were saying he was talking about George Lopez. So what? The country can't stand four more years of George Lopez? What sense does that make? Hey, well, didn't like his show, it,
1: apparently. It's just a, it's just a general gaff of, "Hey, I'm looking at a George, so I say George instead of four more years of Trump." What's? It's not. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> you know? Actually, if anything, it, it's almost a good thing in the sense that he did it live. Obviously, right? <laughs> well, he
0: didn't pre-record it, which is uh, well, you know what. In the you, right know direction. More, you know what's more alarming? If I were you know SAP, the aptly named SAP, who would voted for this boob yesterday, was it yesterday? When someone asked about court packing and he was out, he had like a brief five-minute public appearance in Pennsylvania, like eight miles from his mansion in, in Delaware. That's the extent of his campaigning. Final week of the campaign, and the guy doesn't have any public events, no rallies. I mean, he's just hiding, sitting on his lead. And again, I understand why. But this is more of a visual, more of a video that you have to see because He just loses his way, and one of the campaign aides says, okay, we got to go. Do we have the sound? Because you really need to see it to to understand how disturbing it is, but he cannot make it through an answer to an obvious, simple question that he knew was coming.
1: Here's the deal. One of the things that that, that is important is that um, keep in mind, although they're going to vote on... uh, uh, Okay. The
0: well, to quote joe rogan again that man cannot be president that is alarming that the, how is he going to handle stress the, you know the summit meetings the flying all over the world i mean it's just he's not up for it and again he chose an awful Awful running mate. I mean, if he picked your guy Buttigieg, I would say, mm-hmm. okay, that president. At least he's m- mentally sharp and he's smart. But you know, I understand you know why he why he didn't make it through the primaries. There are places, there are places in this country where people weren't ready for a uh, gay president. We all know it. South Carolina, I believe he got zero percent. Is that what he got in South Carolina, or is it one percent? I mean, he got smoked. Uh, not he wasn't as bad as Kamala, Kamala Harris, who didn't even make it to South Carolina or New Hampshire or Iowa. She was so unpopular, she didn't make it to 2020. She bowed out in 2019 because she just nobody likes her. Well, I guess Sapp does because he voted for her, but
2: I, I'm not a big fan of Kamala Harris either. Look, this is just a disaster. Uh, that we're waiting for on Tuesday, and I think the country's exhausted with all of it. I mean, the, the candidate I thought that made the most sense for Joe Biden to select would have been Val Demings. I think that would have been a wise choice, right? You know, if he had to go with a woman of color, Val Demings would have been the best choice. Uh, well, why does he
0: have to? I mean, I know he well, that's he like, I, yeah,
2: I agree with you. I, I mean, there's, there's I mean, more qualified if you're a Democrat
0: people. if you hate Trump, your goal is to beat Trump. Why right. does it have to be a woman yeah. of color? And why do you, I mean. So you pick a woman who, again, I've said it before, say it again, who was trailing Liz Warren among black voters. Right. Before she bowed out, before she quit the race, she was trailing Liz Warren among black voters. So you pick her because she's black? What sense does that make? Black people don't like her. Nobody likes her.
2: And Uh, and she's from California, a state that you're going to win anyway. I mean, I I could win the election in California over Donald Trump. I mean, me and the guy down the hallway could be Donald Trump. There's no Donald question.
0: Trump. I mean, it's, I know you pick her and you don't even get a, you know a state out right. of it. You don't even get that geographic advantage to saying we're going to win her home state. Of course, Liz Warren doesn't do that for you either because she finished third in her alleged home state. She couldn't win you anything, but she's at least a, you know a fighter. She'd at least be out there on the mm-hmm. campaign trail fighting for you. Kamala Harris is She's a dancer is what she is. She likes to dance and she likes to laugh. She's a laugher and a dancer. She's not a, a, a good candidate. But all right, we got a couple more things to get to before. Uh, you, you know, you're much more composed than Alex Reamer, but you don't, make, uh, you don't make any more sense than she does. You're not winning over people that are listening right now and saying, you know what? Because of SAP, because of SAP, I'm going to go out and vote for Joe Biden. You know, it's just not working. I'm sorry. That's an
2: impossibility, Jerry. It no. really is isn't it to me to convince people to vote for Joe Biden that are listening to the podcast? If I can pull that off, they should put me on the campaign.
0: Um, uh, well, there's a new dynamic um, a couple of things I want to get to a new dynamic among this uh, uh, in this uh, primary in these final weeks and it's in Pennsylvania big big swing state that both guys are spending time in Trump because he wants to win the state. Biden, because it's close to his you know, Wilmington mansion, he doesn't really want to go too far because, again, doesn't want to miss Price's right, has to get home. Anyway, we'll tell you about that. Uh, and uh, I'm going to tell you why also we're going to give you the rules for Thanksgiving as laid down by SAP's guy, Governor Gavin Newsom in California. But you know what? Lots of things, they start in California and they make your way across the country. I'm expecting new rules for Thanksgiving in all the blue states, including ours. And we will give them to you and ask you if you can follow them, if you will be able to follow them. First, I want to tell you about Shea Concrete. My friends at Shea Concrete, this is for you homeowners, home builders. Did you know my brother-in-law, Greg, and the great people at Shea Concrete have a huge selection of precast concrete steps. I was talking to someone at Shea yesterday. They said, this is the time. Get this done before winter. Improve your home. Improve the value of your home. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, you can customize your steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home. In most cases, Shea can remove your old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. You don't have to do much. You sit the, You can watch them outside your window. Watch them through the window. See them do all the hard work. See them carry those heavy-ass old steps away. Put the new steps in, and immediately, just like that, your house looks better, and it's worth more. To learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps, just log on to SheaConcrete.com and uh, ask for a hat. Great hats. Um, so last night, uh, or yesterday, I should say, in broad daylight – we got, we got another police, another completely justified police shooting. But as we know, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, they don't care. They don't care what the suspect was doing, if they had a deadly weapon, if they were attacking the cops. If cops shoot an African-American perp, that's reason to riot, and they're doing it in Philadelphia. It might still be going on. It was going on all last night. I wonder what would happen in this country – If we didn't have videotape, I mean, this is the second time in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. I think the other one was in uh, Lancaster where a knife wielding suspect went at cops. Cops shot them on video. I'm looking at the video right now. His name is Walter Wallace Jr. He had a knife and he ran at the cops. Two cops opened fire. They killed him. Unfortunately, one of them rushed the cop through, I mean, through the suspect in the car and rushed him to the hospital where he died. Unfortunately, his mother was there. She's screaming. Some of the neighbors they get they start yelling at the cops. One of them's yelling on video that you that why did you have to shoot him that many times? Like the problem is they shot him too many times. I, I mean, what does it matter? Their order, their job is to shoot to kill. They're not un, unlike you know Joe Biden. They're not thinking I'm going to shoot him in the leg when he's young and he's healthy and he's wielding a knife and he could come at you and kill you so the cops did what they're supposed to do um immediately i mean i'm looking at a tweet right now saying he was a father he was a twin he was a son another black lives taken taken at the hand of police sickening this is a uh a tweet from a uh, social justice advocate and there are lots of things lots of tweets lots of messages like that they shot him 10 times why did they have to shoot him 10 times? And you're going to hear people because, let's be honest, one of the candidates for president thinks cops should shoot suspects in the leg. You know, like, uh, you know, I, I guess, tase. You know, you're supposed to tase them if you can. These guys don't appear to have a taser. But we've seen many suspects who get tased, who keep coming. It doesn't stop them necessarily. It didn't stop... Um, uh, Jacob Blake, you know, he got tased, didn't stop him, kept coming. This led to rioting overnight in Philadelphia. If you're online, you can see the, the video stores are getting looted, trashed. There's one scene again on video of a cop getting run down by a black pickup truck, just getting, and it's a woman, a female, boom, she gets hit. She's not dead. She broke. They, they, she has a broken leg. She was rushed to the hospital. I think she's going to survive, but it is is—it is sickening. It is obscene. This is in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. Does this become an issue for the next eight, uh, seven days? Because I'm telling you what, Sap, there was a lot that was left out of these debates. Obviously, the debate moderators were there to help Biden, and this doesn't help Biden. So they didn't bring up Black Lives Matter, rioting, Antifa, rioting, looting, Those are Biden voters, just like you. The people rioting and looting stores last night, they're voting for Biden. Trump will make it an issue on the campaign trail, but it was never brought up in the debates because it does not help the Biden-Harris ticket.
2: Well, what can happen with this is it ignites and fires up that group of Democrats, if that's what they are, which they would likely be, whether it's people that support Antifa, people that support Black Lives Matter. And maybe they come out and vote uh, in in higher numbers next Tuesday, or if they've already voted. So th- this is something that actually could help Joe Biden in a swing state, right? Where you know people see this today, they're turned off by it, and they say, "Well, we we've, we've got to end this presidency. Let's get out and vote for Joe Biden." So in some weird way, which is is sickening that that something like this will happen and then help one of the candidates, that could be the case next Tuesday that this well, actually why, how helps did, him.
0: How does it help Biden?
2: Uh, because maybe the base looks at this and says, you know, we got to get out and vote for Joe Biden instead of sitting at home uh, because they don't like either candidate or they're politically agnostic in terms of the presidential race. Whatever the case may be, they may come out and vote more for Biden. I, I think it can help Biden more right. than it can help Trump. I mean, now Trump is going to use this today uh, and and rally his base, which I think is pretty solid already, right? I mean, the Trump voters are going to come out and vote. Uh, so that,
0: that's one one dynamic I don't quite get is people if Biden if Trump won last time and he did and he defied mm-hmm. the polls, I don't know many if any people who voted for Trump in 2016 who aren't voting for him again. I'm not sure he lost to many people. Um, people like me. I was skeptical of Trump. You know, I was a Ted Cruz guy. Right. Trump has delivered on most of his promises, not all, but most important ones like naming good Supreme Court justices and ending. Foreign wars and defeating ISIS. Important things that were left out of the uh, debates for obvious reasons, but he's delivered on most of his promises. And the idea of having a Kamala Harris, AOC, Bernie Sanders, Liz Warren administration is frightening. It should be frightening to all hardworking, God fearing Americans. That is a frightening thought for the next four years. Of course, that's what you want, but I, I think you may live to regret it. i um, by the way, I'm looking at the video again. The cops are backing up, warning him over and over again: "Drop the knife! Drop the knife!" What are they supposed to do if he comes at them with a knife? Exactly. What is the alternative to shooting him? That's do you have I to shoot?
2: To. Do you have to shoot ten times? I mean, you talked about the person in the yeah, pickup what's truck. What's the difference? Ran over if you the the shoot two or three times in the well, chest the, the killed shot could be shot eight rather than shot two. So I, these I people
0: who were looting last night. And I, I saw this shoe store or sneaker store getting totally trashed. Those people, they wouldn't ride if there was only four shots instead of 10.
2: But the guy might still be alive. That, Not if they're shooting
0: to kill these guys at 10 feet away and they shoot him in the chest. I, you know, whatever. It's it's, it's
2: it's Again, it's the the fog of war, right? I've I've never been in that situation. I don't think you've ever been in that situation. I've never had a confrontation with a police officer. Ever, um and I also have never been a police officer put in that situation so I don't know how people react in that five 10 second window. I'm
0: surprised that they do it because they know what's coming their lives are going to be turned upside down probably lose their jobs I'm surprised more cops just don't turn and run just run away just say I don't need to deal with this I don't want to you know lose my job lose my life'm I'm, I'm I'm out of here you know the is good it, news it, is if you're a, a good Democrat like you the cops who shot walter wallace last night yesterday were both wearing masks so they they,
2: they got that going for them that's important no one would uh, catch and I covid i can't
0: really tell one guy's white i can't really tell the other guy but they are backing up quickly trying to get away and this this lunatic is just coming at them screaming with the knife and then his mother starts coming at the cops like swinging at them it's a pretty wild scene Uh, You'll see it. Everyone will see it over and over again, just like we saw the Jacob Floyd video over and over again. And maybe you're right. Maybe Trump makes an issue of it in Philadelphia or in Pennsylvania today. Maybe maybe Biden does and says, why didn't they shoot him in the leg? That's what he was calling for. But it's not going away. Unfortunately, it's a huge issue. It was hardly mentioned in the debates. Again, we know why it doesn't help Biden when you see this. You know this kind of lawlessness that's a good issue for Trump. He mentions law and order all the time, usually just in a tweet but uh, in a an in incoherent tweet but uh, this and the, and these poor cops are surrounded by uh, people who came out of their houses and it looks like they might you know have to pull their guns out again. I don't think they do. I think they restore order, but he's you know dead in the street. they rush him to the hospital, but I don't think it uh, there was any point to that but You'll see it. Everyone will see it. It's it's not like, you know, it's different than the, like a Hunter Biden video is you got to look for those. This video will be everywhere. Have you seen the Hunter Biden videos, Sap? I have. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, good. Most people say, I don't know what you're talking about. No,
2: no. I, I've seen it. Look, I, I again, I said this, what, half a dozen times. I probably shouldn't say it again. Not a big fan of, of Joe Biden and his family. I'm not. But again, it's the lesser of two evils come next Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, no, he's – I mean, he's put him. he put himself or more forcefully put his father in a compromising position, and, and his see, father I, I didn't think, exactly help either. So, yeah. I think his
0: understand. father put him – I think exactly, his father yeah. allowed yeah. him to do this. Better say And it, yeah. maybe because he knew, you know, he was trying to help his wayward son. But when you see someone this troubled, and God knows on this video, this is one troubled individual, you know. Mm-hmm as we mentioned yesterday, getting a foot job while smoking crack naked. Uh, and that's one of the videos, doing drugs off some woman's ass. That's another one. It's it's pretty provocative stuff. And you see that guy, that obviously troubled guy, a guy who left his wife for his brother's widow and then left his brother's widow for a stripper, mm-hmm. then married a woman five days after meeting her. He's got at least five kids, doesn't even acknowledge uh, some of them. I mean, it's just a it's just a total, total... degenerate degenerate, dirtbag loser and his father lets him come to china with him to make a billion dollar deal and you think that's a good idea it at best it brings joe biden's judgment into question allowing this loser to be part of these deals which clearly compromise him and again maybe biden i say this all the time as a democrat he just expects the media to cover for him. He expects them to bury this story, and they have done it like good, obedient puppies. They have obeyed their guy, Joe Biden, and they have said, Oh, Russian did disinformation, no story here. Well, tonight it might be a little more difficult to uh make this go away. My guy Tucker has Bobolinsky Bobelinski, as we saw, um on uh uh, do a press conference t- on debate night. This is the former Tony Bobulinski, the former CEO of the company that involved the Bidens, Joe Biden, Jim Biden, Hunter Biden, the company that was uh, that the Chinese were funneling money to, that, that, that Hunter was taking his cut, kicking some of it up to the big guy. I mean, this is the smoking gun, this company. And Bobulinski is going to sit down with Tucker tonight for an hour. hour. Here's your choice, Sappochetti. Tonight, game six of the World Series or Tucker Carlson with Tony Bobulinski playing a tape that proves Joe Biden has been lying for years when he said he didn't know anything about Hunter's business. He was involved with Hunter's business. He had meetings about the business. He gave advice and he took money. That to me is disqualifying. If we had a fair and honest press at this point, they'd be calling for Joe to step down. I mean, he is taking money from communist China, our, our most important adversary, our enemy. He's compromised and he's on tape saying all over and over again that China is not our enemy as he's taking millions from them. That to me is a, is a deal breaker. I'm not sure how you can vote for someone like that. In many states, by the way, if you vote early, you can go back and change your mind. Can't yeah, do I've that heard ma- that
2: that's an option. Yeah, we Can't, can't do, do it in Massachusetts. Massachusetts,
0: so you're off the hook. You can't change your mind, I'm, even if you wanted to. I'm in.
2: I'm in. I did it a week ago. Uh, we know that – I mean, there's connections with Trump and Russia. Again, this is the worst election choices that we've ever had. Yeah, you're, you're rationalizing. You're
0: rationalizing.
2: I know. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to be emotional. Um, you know, I'll watch Tucker Carlson with Boblinsky because, first of all, it's at 8 o'clock. By 9 o'clock, they'll probably still be in the first inning of the World Series anyway sure. because those games – Take four hours and we watch, you know, strikeouts, walks, and home runs. It's like stickball.
0: Right.
2: But
1: well, yeah, tonight, gonna, that's gonna be big. We'll it. have
0: we'll have the sound tomorrow. And when's, uh, when's the
1: last time, like a like a Tucker expose type thing, right? Where Tucker did it and then the media latched onto it and it hit the general public, not just like the Twitter lackeys. Like good it. question.
0: Like, I mean, he's he's so good and he's so you know provocative. That they will put in, I mean, they will put the blackout, or the order will come down from above. Ignore this. I mean, you don't get better proof. And and it makes me laugh when I hear the press, the media, the, the lackeys, the, the Biden lackeys, which is the entire mainstream media, say the story isn't verified. That's their new take. It's not verified. First of all, they don't care if stories are verified, if they hurt Trump, you know, the Russian hoax, collusion hoax. Nothing was verified, obviously. the, the dossier wasn't verified. The, uh, you know, the, the stories about Kavanaugh being a gang rapist weren't verified. They led with those for weeks on end. They don't care about verification until now. And I heard Leslie Saul say in 60 minutes, oh, we can't verify that. You know what verification is? Tony Blinsky, who was in these meetings and on these email chains saying, yeah, that happened. That's verification. You have the proof on t- on Hunter's laptop. Of course, it has nothing to do with Russia. That's such a lame, silly.
1: But what does he like? What night. does he have to get tonight for that to reach? Like, I'll just give you an example. So, my wife is my wife is voting for Joe Biden. All right. She we watched sixty minutes together, and when Kamala Harris laughed at that Leslie Stahl question about her being the most liberal, <laughs> uh, her having the most liberal agenda out there, and she did that laugh, I saw my wife's like uh, life flash before her eyes. She was, I am making a monumental mistake. Yeah, that, okay. that, that was Nora
0: O'Donnell, but you're right, it was. Oh, so Nora, you're right, yeah,
1: yeah Nora. It was so, so
0: annoying. She laughs at everything, every yeah. question. She just fake laughs. Whether it's a, you know, friendly question, a little softball. Yeah. I mean, she is, I can't so imagine does, looking at that for does, eight years.
1: So how does Tucker Carlson get, uh, you know, how does he create something tonight that then reaches the general public? I'll tell you one way like is, yeah. is
0: it's on tape, but going to play the tape. What if this Joe Biden's voice talking about the cut that he's going to get? What if we hear Biden's voice you hear Hunter's voice, you hear Jim Biden's voice, and maybe even Joe Biden's voice talking about the money going to the big guy. This is money directly from the communist Chinese Communist Party going directly to the Biden family. Are you telling me that doesn't have an impact? I mean, I know Jake Tapper and the Boston Globe and Washington Post will do their best to bury it and say he's a Russian agent, but that's a lie. Everyone knows that's a lie. Everyone knows this is a big deal, and if this were the other way around, if this were not Hunter Biden, if it were Donald Trump, Jr. getting a foot job and smoking crack and taking money from the Chinese, it'd be the biggest story of our lives. It'd be bigger What's than nine eleven. But, but it's Joe, and they're like SAP. They're invested in in their guy
2: Joe, so it's
0: it's What's interesting. Wrong with
2: a foot but job. I think we all deserve one at this point. A foot
0: job. Yeah. I, All right. Here are the rules. Ready? Before we go, here are the rules. We'll find out tonight. We're going to have the sound tomorrow of B-B-B-B-B-Blinsky with the Bidens, and we'll find out. We'll answer Cullinan's question is, what will it take to change people's minds in the final six, seven days of the election? What will it change? I mean, the thing it does in general is make you rethink your image of of Joe Biden because he's supposed to be the decent guy and bring normalcy back to the white house and bring a guy that you know everybody likes and then if you hear him and he's taken millions and he's using his drug-addled son you say maybe he's not the the decent guy i thought he was that's what it does it makes you rethink your opinion of Joe Biden before you go in there and vote. And let me
1: let me ask you this before we go, too. Do you think blah, blah 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 Linsky, whatever his name is, do you think that other media members got offered an interview with him and they turned it down? And that's well, cause because my po- this my only point is what does a Tucker Carlson interview really do in this moment? It rallies you up, and we don't need any more use. You know what I mean? So what does it really I, do? I, I don't know. We'll find out. He sat with uh,
0: Schweitzer, you know, Peter Schweitzer, the author who's great. He's a great investigative reporter. He spent four and a half hours with Bubbalinski. And he'll be writing an expose that nobody will read. But, I mean, if you want to, I heard uh, Schweitzer for like a half an hour explain in detail the Biden's involvement in these deals. And it is damning by any definition. It is absolutely alarming. But, again, the, the strategy is twofold. Ignore it. Cover it with a pillow until it dies. That's the goal of the mainstream media. And run out the clock. If they can make it to Tuesday... And Biden wins. It doesn't matter if he's, you know, got Russian. What's the Russian money? What's the uh, what's called? Ru- not not rubles. What do they use in Russia? I'm gonna do go want- with rubles because cool. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he's got those falling out of his pockets, you know, if he's got Chinese yen or whatever they use, I don't know my money. It doesn't matter. Once he's elected, it doesn't matter. They can all say, yeah, you know, like Harry Reid after he lied about Mitt Romney. Hey, it worked. I didn't. He didn't win the election. If if Biden wins, they don't care how dirty he is. But
1: it could work like the uh, it could work like the big tech story, right? Like they ignored it and then it became a bigger story because they did so. So if if we find out tomorrow that like you know somebody should leak that like uh Nora O'Donnell could have had an interview with Boblinski. But she turned it down, so it went to Tucker. And then it's like, oh, you're suppressing the information. Like it, Maybe it could have a bigger impact. Uh, uh,
0: by the way, it's uh, 13 days, I believe, now. The New York Post Twitter account is still locked. They're still locked out. That is amazing. If this were the New York Times or the, you know whatever, Washington Post, it would be the biggest media story of our lives. That big tech is censoring the news and locking out the only newspaper in America, the New York Post, can't tweet because they broke a story that Jack Dorsey doesn't like. It's sickening. And 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 he's being called before the Senate on November 17th. Couldn't expedite it and have him before the Senate before Election Day. No, no, no. It is amazing the the the, the things that people like uh, Dorsey and Zuckerberg get away with. It's just sickening well, and amazing.
2: Well, uh, McConnell has shut the Senate down until November 9th. So, you know, there's nothing really I, pressing on the blaming, nation like I'm a stimulus him. package maybe. No, but but the thing is, too, that remember four years ago, the Comey letter. Uh, came out about ten days before the election, and I thought that had a an impact. I thought it had enough of an impact that it helped Trump and hurt Hillary Clinton. Uh, this again, like like Colin Ayn just said, if you're watching Fox News tonight, most likely you're a Trump supporter, so it's just going to add fuel to the fire, and you're going to make sure that you go out yeah. and, and if- vote. So, but if it gets out to other parts of the media, maybe there'll be something there. And if there was something damning of uh, with you know Biden saying something. That, that could sway enough of the people that uh, are still not or, sure who they're going to vote for.
0: Or what happened four years ago is people stayed home because they didn't yep. like Hillary. They just said, yep. ah, screw it. I don't care what happens. And I don't think anyone really likes Biden. I mean, he's not as hateable as Hillary. But if you find out just what a phony he is and just how much money he's, he's grabbed, maybe you say, I don't want him either. I'm staying home.
1: Well, there is is the aspect of just the base getting angrier and angrier as we lead up till Tuesday and them just running their mouth, right? I I talk to people every day, which is like, what is going on? And they talk to people outside of just me every day. And maybe it convinces some people. Who knows? Uh,
0: I don't know, but it's wild and it's fun. And and I'm looking forward to the next six days. I'm not sure I'm looking forward to next Tuesday yet. I still feel like enthusiasm matters and Trump has all the enthusiasm on his side, Biden has zero. He can't scare up a crowd to save his life. Neither can Kamala Harris or Barack Obama, for that matter. Trump has a surprise appearance in, in Maine and in some town, Levant, Maine. I never even heard of some little town outside Bangor. He just shows up out of the blue and gets, you know, 5,000 people to show up in the middle of Maine. It's amazing the enthusiasm we have for a guy who's down, you know, according to all the polls, is down whatever, 10, 12 points nationally. But we shall see. This comes after Election Day, Thanksgiving. Um, I just wanted to quickly, before we go, see if you guys are going to follow the rules. These are Gavin Newsom's rules in California. I think they're going to make their way across the country because all these blue state governors, all these crazy, petty tyrants who are running the blue states, including Charlie Baker in Massachusetts, they're all going to follow suit and they're going to come up with their rules for Thanksgiving. Charlie is busy canceling Halloween making sure that the t-, t the train doesn't stop in Salem and no one's allowed to walk down the street wearing a stupid costume that's out. Charlie's already forbidden that in Massachusetts, but here are the rules for uh, Thanksgiving in California. According to Gavin Newsom, your family gathering must be held outside. Now that's easy in Southern California. I'm not sure it's so easy in uh, new England guests may use the bathroom inside if it's been sanitized well what the hell how do you prove that anyway masks must be on worn at all times while not eating so you must do what gavin newsom wants people to pull the mask down eat the food put it back up put it down put it back put it up so you got to do that here's my favorite next rule singing is strongly discouraged now my family, we might as well not even get together because when we get together, man, we we sing. That's what we do. We love show tunes, you know. We, you know, Gladys Knight. I'm Gladys Knight, and my rest of family, they're the Pips, and we really get into this. And this is going to be tough to get together without singing. You know, it's like getting together without eating. I don't know if we can do it. Maximum, maximum length of your visit on Thanksgiving, according to the governor of California, must be no longer than two hours.
2: Oh That's man. Not-
0: that's not even a whole football game.
2: That's not even and, like two courses in an Italian American Thanksgiving. That's out six, of the question.
0: And you must maintain six feet of distance in all directions between tables and otherwise. That is according to uh, the governor of um, California in Newsweek. Uh,
1: in Newsweek story, those are his rules. And, and you guys, I, think I think it's only three households can come together, right?
0: Oh, that's right. That's on it yeah. too. Only three. That's key. Different families or households must get together. Yes. So as are the you, as, you as the youngest,
1: forward? yeah, as yeah. the youngest of six and all married with kids, that's going to be a challenge for my family. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I'm the
2: youngest of five with kids and grand nieces and nephews, and yeah, it's not going to happen. You know, that, again, there's no practicality in any of this stuff, right? Like, how are we going to eat outside when it's 12 degrees or 22 degrees? It, it, I remember it was it, a Thanksgiving uh, three years ago; it was eight degrees. I didn't even go to a football game. Are that
0: you? Day. So you plan on murdering your neat grandnieces and nephews? You plan on murdering? Yeah, I'm going to
2: murder them, them all. You know? Yeah, I'm going to murder them all. I've seen them like all the time the last eight months. So no, I haven't no, killed you're, them yet. I, you're so rationalizing I think,
0: again. If you get together, I know, you're going to kill still, them, and you don't care.
2: We, how about we do this? We get together. We eat inside. We open the windows a little bit. Get some fresh air in. That's got to help, right? Right. Not gonna. Uh, if we no, sit outside, seen, we're gonna end up with you know.
0: You've some seen sort Cuomo of in New York. In New York, Cuomo sending in his Stasi, his secret police, to
2: uh, into synagogues
0: to count heads to make sure they don't have too many people. You know, singling out uh, Jewish people in New York. I don't see any problem with that. But uh, no, um, here's the rule. Here's the statement from the uh, governor of California. He says singing, chanting, shouting, and other phys- physical physical exertion significantly mm-hmm. increases the risk of COVID transmission because these activities increase the release respiratory droplets and fine aerosols into the air. Because of this, singing, chanting, and shouting are strongly discouraged. Damn, we can't chant either. I don't know about you guys, but we chant when we're um, you know, when we get together for Thanksgiving. We sing, we chant, and we shout. Definitely shout. And we do
2: karaoke too, right? We all do karaoke on Thanksgiving. The shouting part might be good though, because I, I would assume. By Thanksgiving, the election will be determined, although I'm not sure. It may linger on for several weeks. So are we gonna have, you know, political debate at Thanksgiving, which is kind of something you try to avoid with, you know, members of the family who go anywhere from far left to far right. So maybe that's a Check good this thing. Out.
0: Music musicians are allowed at gatherings, but, but they be... <laughs> these people are insane. This this is insane. This is the government. Musicians are allowed at gatherings, but they must be from one of the three households who are at this gathering. This is direct quote. This is a direct quote. The playing of any wind instruments, parentheses, those that are played by the mouth, such as trumpet or clarinet, is strongly discouraged, according to the governor's statement. So the playing of wind instruments, he's not going to outlaw it, but he's going to strongly discourage. So I'm sorry, Colony. I know you were planning on playing clarinet this year at your family I gathering. I was. That's,
1: that's, my, that's my instrument. My mom wouldn't, I, let me, um, wouldn't let me do the piano growing up. It was the clarinet, and, you know, I was hoping to perform this year, but it's all you right. You
0: know I'm a rebel, so I'm going to go ahead and play my oboe. I play the oboe every Thanksgiving, and it's a <laughs> trad- tradition and I will not be stopped the government cannot stop me i am going to
1: What was the, what was the instrument grown up that like if your parents didn't let you play the trumpet you got to play the uh the little shitty thing uh, the the uh, record was it a recorder recorder yeah the
0: little <laughs> like looks like a small clarinet
1: yes
2: yes but we can and, play yeah. uh, the accordion Sap- right
0: Sepacetti's Sap-Paketti, a big flutist you 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 were yes. going to play the flute the piccolo right
2: the piccolo, yes, Brian Piccolo. Um, yeah. Look, I play the violin as a kid, so maybe I can pull that out again, and you know, have all the dogs screeching in the neighborhood. Uh, drums, we could play drums, right? We could do that. That's not prohibited. That's fine. So drums and uh, the accordion, right? That's a that's a thing.
0: Yes, just don't uh, spray droplets over your grand nieces, or you'll kill
2: them. No. I Those are the rules, California. They are
0: coming east. I can promise you, we will keep you updated. But Charlie Baker is busy ruining Halloween. Once he's done with that, and and putting uh, more restaurants out of business. Once he's done with that, he will move on to ruining Thanksgiving. Um, uh, I fully pre- uh, fully prepared for no high school football, no road races, no singing, no chanting, no clarinet. I don't know what we're going to be able to do for fun. But and then and then we'll move on to ruining Christmas. That's what these governors are planning to do and we will be all over it. All right, Sap, old number forty six. Good to talk to you again, my friend. It's Same I near. don't think you can change your vote, but you know, maybe you could double check on that. Maybe you could still there'll still be time to change your vote and you could vote for uh whatever, Joe Jorgensen. Um, but actually yeah, I Joe like, Stein's
2: not on the ballot this time, right? If so Joe Biden can Joe Biden and Harris her.
0: become if, if Harris and Biden win, I know who to blame when they run this country into a ditch the next four years, it will be your fault. You and you and Reamer, I will blame you
2: pretty much. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. I think we'll, we'll be ready to take the blame. We're okay. We're okay. with that. I,
0: I, I, We will do it again soon. We will not wait as yes. long to, to hook up with the old number 46, John Sappichetti today. Um, and thanks to DCU and Allied paving and Shea concrete. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Anything else, Kellen A? What did yeah, I We're
1: meant? actually gonna take a poll. Who do you hate more, SAP or Reamer? But the poll is actually being conduct- conducted in the Apple Reviews section. Uh so if you go to Apple Podcasts in the comment reviews, you can say, Do you hate sap or Reamer more? That
0: won't even be close. That would be
1: I don't I don't stand it. Absolutely
0: blowout. On. We we have two extremes. We have the nice guy, liberal sapachetti, who you know, everybody likes, and then we get the screaming lunatic and Reamer. We like to, you know, represent all sides. Is it embarrassing for you to be on the same side as Reamer in every, uh,
1: you know, aspect? At times,
2: here? at times it is. It is sometimes. Put us on together, though, with you. I think yeah, Re- Reamer
1: called Sap a mentor, didn't he? Didn't he say that? All right.
2: Yeah.
0: It's I think you guys are yeah. all the same. You liberals are all the same. No. You, Reamer, Hunter Biden, you're all the same.
2: I, I do get a foot massage. I I, I do have to say that. It so, wasn't a foot I'm, massage. I'm full it was a it. foot job. Get it straight.
0: And well, I've never had one. All right. I've never had one. Cullinan's never had one there. It was. It's a little weird. But, and again, I'm starting to think this Hunter Biden guy has some issues. We'll learn more about that tonight on Tucker with uh, Bo Balinski. And we will have some of that sound and we'll have a complete breakdown on that for you tomorrow and the latest from the uh, rioting in philadelphia and all the madness on the campaign trail um we will uh i'm jerry callahan we will talk to you again tomorrow on the callahan podcast
1: why am i stopping you, no one else stops
0: i don't i can i go home the jerry callahan podcast